Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. This is Dr. Dan. We're back with Vance Patterson, candidate for Congress from North Carolina's 11th District. Vance, thank you very much for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. Dr. Dan, it's always great to be here. I want to start out talking about an incredible foundation that you and your wife have founded and funded, and that is Foundation Forward. And what you do with Foundation Forward involves the charters of freedom, the founding documents of our nation. Tell us about that program. Well, six years ago, Mary Jo and I started a education foundation called Foundation Forward. And what we do is build and gift replicas of the Charters of Freedom as exhibited in the National Archives, our founding documents, and we put these, these are permanent displays, and we put them in communities across the country. To date, we have dedicated 28 of these settings, and 14 of them are in western North Carolina communities. And we do this using no tax dollars. So what you do is you gift a very impressive display on a town square of the three founding documents of our nation, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. That has an awful lot of meaning for me, and I know it does for you. Well, a lot of people take different things from this. It is, it is totally about education, education on our founding documents, our founding fathers. It's about American history and civics so that uh, we can teach how government is meant to operate to serve and protect we the people. These settings are built to last 300 to 500 years. These are not tip-over monuments, and they are just tremendously well-received by the, bo- the school education, veterans groups, and, and just people from the community. We have those in Murphy on the town square, and we certainly are very proud that you uh, erected those monuments in Murphy. Yeah, that was the uh, second one we installed. Uh, right after we did uh, Burke County, we came out here and did, did the one in downtown Murphy. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful setting. Why are the founding documents so important? Well, I mean, this is, this, this is what our country is, is based on, are these founding documents. You know, the, there, there are two types of law, uh, natural law and, and uh, legal law. You know, natural law comes from God. Uh, in fact, I, and legal law comes from the government. But me personally, I believe all laws come from God and that our founding documents are just a reflection of that truth. 
So you've erected these monuments in 28 different communities uh, around the country. You have some pretty far away from us, don't you? Yeah, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, Nebraska, South Dakota, and as far west as Carson City, Nevada. And as soon as it thaws out, we've got one going up in Wasilla, Alaska this year. You know, Vance Patterson, uh, and again, Vance Patterson, a candidate for Congress in North Carolina's 11th District, and of course, it is an enormous pleasure to have you on Freedom Forum Radio because you are a man of principle. I know you love the Constitution. Uh, and so one of the things you talked about was natural law and natural law rights. Uh, and that from that naturally flows a discussion of the rights of the unborn. I am very strong in believing that the abortion of babies is an atrocity against humanity. I believe that any idea conceived by God, should be cared for in this lifetime. Um, I'm very strong on adoption. I'll tell a real quick story here. Back in 1923, Audrey and Moe's uh, Martin realized they couldn't have children, and so they decided to adopt. Audrey and a neighbor lady got on the train in uh, uh, Missouri, uh, Farmington, Missouri, and rode to Jeff City. They walked into an orphanage, and way back then, uh, adoption was a lot easier than it is now. They brought a baby down, and Audrey was holding the baby, and uh, it was a beautiful baby. And um, she was talking about adopting this one, but all the time they were there, another baby was crying off to the side. And finally, Audrey said, what about that baby? And they said, well, that baby has rickets and is jaundice. And she said, well, let me hold that baby. And so they brought it over, and immediately that baby quit crying. And Audrey says, I'll take this baby. And she took it home and nursed it back to health, and that baby turned out to be my mother. And she lived to be 92 years old, and she was a perfect mother. So I will always be grateful for that orphanage, the nuns in that orphanage, for taking care of my mother until my grandmother got there. So I'm very strong on adoption and will work to make those laws easier for all people so that there's no reason to have the abortions. That's an incredible story, Vance. Uh, I'd never heard that before, and uh, thank you very much for sharing that with us. Um, Obviously, when it comes to abortion, um, I think that women who are contemplating abortion should be given the information they need to actually make an honest decision. One of those things would be for them to see an ultrasound of what they're about to, whose life they're about to terminate. How do you feel about that? That that should be, if not a law, that should just be a principle. That uh, we know that of the ones that are considering abortion, 87% change their mind when they see the ultrasound of that baby uh, because it becomes a baby to them. It's not just a, a challenge. Not only that, but you know from, from really good ultrasound in, in the womb that babies five, six weeks have arms, they have a head. You can identify parts of a body. This is a person, and there's no question about it. Absolutely. So we're talking with Vance Patterson, a man of principle, a man of courage, really, uh, and uh, we're going to continue after this break. We are back with Vance Patterson, candidate for Congress from North Carolina's 11th District. I'm reminding you the primary is March 3rd. Early voting starts February the 13th. 
This is Dr. Dan, and I do endorse and support Vance Patterson. He's a man of character and a man of principle. Vance Patterson, let's talk a little bit about uh, education. How do you feel? What do you think needs to be done? Uh, Talk to me about what your plans are for education from a federal level. Well, I've got a lot of experience in education in that our four children went through the public school system. And there were a lot of challenges. They came out fine. They're, they're great adults now and, and living very productive lives. So I know how important education is. I believe it should be a, an equal opportunity uh, set up, which means we should have school choice in all areas. Um, however that is set up, uh, the students and the parents should be able to decide what schools they want to go to. Um, I believe that teachers right now are underpaid. Uh, I'm one that believes that we ought to pay people what their, what their value is in, in what they produce. I believe we ought to pay best to get the best, and teachers should not be penalized for working on their passion. You know, teachers love to teach. Most of the good ones really love to teach, and yet they're willing to take less of a salary uh, to do that. And often they have to go into their own pockets uh, to get money for materials to uh, teach their class. And that is just wrong. I believe we could take some of the money out of the beautiful schools that they're building right now and put it more towards the teachers' uh, salaries. One of the more contentious issues we're dealing with in this country right now is having a secure border. Uh, I look at our country as being a country. There is no nation that does not have borders. And certainly... Every nation that I, that I know of does protect its borders and have rules and regulations about who can come in and who cannot. So how do you feel about the border? What, what do we need to do to really have a border that protects us? It's, after all, it's about a protecting the citizens of our nation. You know, as I've said, I've, I've traveled the world. I've seen borders, uh, border security and everything, and it works. Uh, where they have border security. I believe we should build the wall. What that'll do is, is focus the cross points, uh, you know, where people come across. They'll be limited, and Border Patrol can focus on the criminals coming through rather than the families. And I think that would make a huge difference, even to our area with the drugs that are coming into western North Carolina. They're coming up from Mexico, and uh, I believe that would help a lot. So you believe in, in that that we do need to have security on the border and that um, it is important that we be able to decide who can come in and who cannot come in. Uh, President Trump has proposed that we have an immigration system, that we reform our immigration system from the way it was, which just there actually was a lottery, which just people can people won the lottery could come in. President Trump believes that our immigration system should be like the baseball draft that we should be able to choose people to come into our country who will, who will have, ta- who have trades and abilities and knowledge that will benefit our nation as a whole. Well, I agree with President Trump, and there's just no question we need to revise our, our immigration system. And it's not just immigration. It's immigration and naturalization. That's the other part that a lot of people don't realize is part of the, the same institution. Naturalization uh, means in order to become a citizen, you must live here five years. You must have a green card for five years. You must be able to speak, write, and, uh, and speak, write, and there's three of them. Anyway, you've got to be fluent in English. 
And not only that, you've got to know American history. That Those parameters would make them more up-to-date on American history than most of the people walking down the street. So that's the other part of it, is the naturalization. There's no question that both need to be updated uh, for what's happening now around the world. That was always part of immigration in our country, the naturalization, and I'm really glad you brought that up. When we, This country used to be considered a melting pot, and what that means is when you came from other countries, you didn't forget about your heritage, but you put your heritage to use as part of your constructive ability to be an American citizen. When my grandparents, who came to this country from, from Europe over 100 years ago, their only desire was to be an American, period. They wanted to be a part of the American society. Exactly. We don't want you to lose your heritage when you come here, but we want you to embrace our culture and become Americans. You know, when it comes to education, to go back for a minute, you talked about education. How about vocation and the trades? How important are they to the future of our country? Absolutely. Uh, one of the positions I take is that we need better paying jobs in western North Carolina. And one way to do that is to make sure our students, when they come out of school, they are prepared for those better paying jobs. Our, our schools need to make sure our students are either ready for college, the military, or the trades. And to initiate trade training in the schools uh, is already happening in other parts of uh, around North Carolina. We, when we build our Charters of Freedom settings, we need brick masons. And we've got a couple schools that have stepped up and had their brick mason classes come out and do that work. And these students did great work. And they are going to have jobs waiting for them when they come out of school. Another issue that we need to discuss is Social Security. So many of our citizens depend on Social Security uh, to be able to live. What is your feeling about Social Security and how is best to protect it? Well, right now, Social Security is solvent, unlike Medicare. Social Security is solvent, and they project it to stay that way until uh, 2034. Social Security is not an entitlement. It is a personal account, and it must be there for the ones that have put into it. Now, there's a thing called grandfather clause, so that anybody that is involved in it right now is protected. But coming in the future, we need to revise and update the Social Security system, whether it's uh, to, to keep what we've got and, and modify it, or to come up with other plans for people to have retirement and, and be able to survive without the government having to step in and prop them up. Because nobody wants that. That's not the security that we want. Social Security originally was meant to be a safety net type program. Uh, and unfortunately, it has changed into something that many people do require in order to actually live. Um, obviously, the plan, the original plan with the retirement age, was based upon the average life expectancy back when Franklin D. Roosevelt was president. That has obviously changed. Would you foresee changing the retirement age gradually or the age of Social Security gradually to reflect the longer lives that we're now leading? Well, again, uh, anybody that's grandfathered in right now would have no change whatsoever. But you have to realize that the cost of Social Security to business and the employee 
each puts in six and a half percent or six and point two five percent of the income into social that's twelve and a half percent of the wages of an employee go into social security. That is a huge amount and a huge burden to the to the employees. Um, yes, modifications will need to take place. Uh, we've got ideas. There's different uh, financial models that uh, will work very well um, that are operating in, in business right now. So it needs to be looked at. It needs to be discussed. All the right answers need to be placed on the table. And then we need to select the best right answers moving forward. But again, people that are on Social Security right now will have no effect, will not be affected at all. One of the important things that uh, President Trump has done is to uh, revitalize our military. Our military over the last several uh, administrations was allowed to to lay fallow and uh, equipment was not purchased. Equipment was uh, allowed to deteriorate. And he has come along and given our military uh, the type of equipment and training that they need to be safe. How do you feel about defense as a necessity for our country? Something you need to realize is defense and military are two separate items on the budget. Uh, The military makes up a major part of the defense budget. But the military, to me, it's got to stand strong to, to protect our country and our interests. However, I do not believe that the military should be used for, you know, what we call nation building. I don't think it should be a police force. I don't think it should build schools and roads in other countries. I think the military should be used to defend our country. If we want other organizations to do that, we should set those up, but not as a part of the military. Military spending should go towards the defense of our country, and there should be no shortcutting that. Lance Patterson, uh, I'd like to discuss briefly the concept of trade and trade agreements with foreign nations. Cherokee County and are actually the three counties in western North Carolina, Cherokee, Clay, uh, and Graham, and Swain County. Uh, these counties used to have a very vibrant manufacturing uh, system. We had companies that produced furniture and... and uh, all kinds of things. Uh, Levi Jeans was here, Lee Jeans, and, you know, all the furniture companies were here. Uh, people here had wonderful jobs. Within 12 months of the signing of NAFTA, every single one of those jobs disappeared. Uh, those jobs went down to Mexico, and we had a period of economic difficulty here that I was it really, it just tugged at you. It, it made you really upset. So NAFTA to people here in the western North Carolina is a real ugly word. My father used to say to foresee is to rule. And back in 2012 when I ran for this office, two things. I said we need to renegotiate NAFTA because it was a terrible deal. I saw that internationally when I was traveling what was going on. And the other is that I said jobs are coming back. Manufacturing is coming back in 2012. And the that we did not have to wait for the prosperity. And sure enough, we repealed NAFTA, uh, Trump did, and jobs are coming back now. Uh, manufacturing jobs in the, in the trades industry, in the uh, uh, furniture industry, and yet we don't have the tradesmen who can step up and take those jobs. So we need, we need 
going back to the education. We need to have students coming out of school that can do those trades because those jobs are back. Vance Patterson, candidate for North Carolina 11th District, do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to impart? Well, like President Trump, I don't need a job. So people ask me, why am I running for this office? And I tell them, I know what to do. I know how to do it. And it would be irresponsible of me if I didn't step up. Vance Patterson, this is Dr. Dan saying again that I endorse you and support you for Congress from North Carolina's 11th District. Thank you so very, very much for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. In everything. 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 Everything gonna be all right this morning. Thank <laughs> you.